0: where we delve deep into the teachings of the Word and explore the ways of the Spirit. If you are a believer hungry for more of God and seeking to grow in your faith, then you are at the right place. Apostle mensa carries a mantle for prayer, intercession and revival that set him apart as the resident minister at the Pentecost International Worship Center, Atomic. He has dedicated his life to helping people connect with God and fulfilling their purpose in life. In this podcast Apostle tournaments that will teach us how to pray with power and walk in the spirit he will also equip us to be effective witnesses for christ in our daily lives so whether you're a seasoned believer or just starting out on your spiritual journey get ready to be challenged inspired and transformed by these powerful teachings this podcast is your opportunity to discover how you too can be repositioned to make an impact for the kingdom of god study eight.
1: John chapter one verse twelve and thirteen. John one twelve and thirteen. Galatians chapter four verse one to five. Galatians four one to five. Romans chapter eight verse fifteen. Romans chapter eight verse fifteen. Galatians chapter four verse one to five. John chapter one verse twelve and thirteen. Luke chapter three verse thirty eight. I may not be able to do justice to all these scriptures, but I shall try to intertwine all the four together. Because he realizes that all of them speaks about the same thing. Now, shall we read Luke 3.38 together? 1, 2. Let's read it again. Son of Seth, the son of Adam, the son of God. Look at your friend and say, you, you are a son of God. Tell him again that you are a son of God Say it with power You are a child of God John chapter 1 Verse 12 and 13 And I want to speak about adoption into sonship Adoption into sonship John chapter 1 Verse 12 and 13 I shall try to be brief Then we try to continue another time From NIV Yet to all who did receive him to those who believed in his name he gave the right to become children of god verse 13 children let's read verse 13 together 1 2 natural descent of human decision or of a husband's will but born of god come on let's read it again let's read it again not of natural descent of a human decision of a husband's will rise to your feet and read it to someone, write read, read it to someone, at you right, so that the children place your name there, A child Amma, born not of natural descent Tony, born not of natural descent Labi, born not of natural descent let's begin, one two, one two from a decision or a husband's will but born of God hold the hand and say you are born of God Come on, give me a high five and say you have been born of God. And give God some praise in the house. Galatians chapter 4. I feel the Holy Ghost already. Galatians 4 1 to 5. Galatians 4 1 to 5. What I am saying is that as long as an heir is under age, he is not different from a slave although he owns the whole estate. The heir is subject to guardians and trustees until the time set by his father. Now Paul was passionate, he was trying to explain sonship Then verse 3 said, so also, so now he's bringing it to us. He has spoken about the natural one. Now he's bringing it to the spirit one and said, so also, when we were under age, we were in slavery under the elementary spiritual forces of the world. Let's read verse 4 together because this is where your breakthrough is. Let's read it together. Let's add the verse 5 together if you please. Read the verse 5 again the last verse again those under, the under the law Who are those under the law those under the law are the children who are under age he is under law Who are those under the law a child born who have not come of age and so he is placed under guardians and he's just like a slave but when the fullness of time came the bible said that God when we were under age and the fullness of time came god sent forth his own son born of a woman but you and i were not born by a woman's will by a woman decision nor by a man's will but jesus when the fullness of time had come he was born by a woman he was born under the law so that the law that you and i have been placed under He shall redeem us from under the law and then he redeemed us with his own blood and he now made us adopted us into sonship. hallelujah i just read the the test i'm not saying anything i'm just reading the test romans 8 verse 15 the last one romans chapter 8 let's read or let's rise to our feet if you please If if you are tired you can sit and read but if you are not let's rise and read Romans eight verse fifteen again from the NIV. One two. So the spirit does not make you what? Yes. Who is under who is a slave? A child who is under the law. He is placed under guardian until he come of age. So now Paul is saying again, let's begin. One, two. Look at your friends, don't live in fear again. Yes. Fear of marriage. Don't look it, don't live in fear of marriage. Don't live in fear of losing your life. Now, look at someone and say, Don't live in fear again. Amen. Fear of somebody snatching your husband. Fear of losing your life. Fear of losing your business. Hold the hand and say, Don't live in fear again. Come on, shout a big amen. Let's continue reading. We don't live in fear. We don't live in fear. Let's begin. One, two. The spirit. Rather, brought to sonship. And by him we cry, Father. Shall we be seated in heavenly places? Father, this morning, give us a word that works. As we come and die with you, revolutionize our lives and our destinies. Let the blood speak on our behalf. In Jesus' name. Lift your hand and shout a big amen in the house. You see, Jesus was very passionate about evangelizing the entire universe. He was so much passionate about possessing the nations. And so, The Bible says that when he ascended from the grave, he instructed the disciples not to go out and preach. But he told them that wait in the city until you receive the promise of the Father. And even though they did not know what it entails, but all what they did was to obey the instructions given by their master. And so they all went and locked themselves up in the upper room. The Bible said that they were 120 in number. Very few people. We are more than them. And they gathered in the house and they prayed in the morning. They prayed in the afternoon. They read the scriptures in the morning, in the afternoon, in the night. And they were praying and waiting upon the promise of the Father, even though they had no idea how it was going to come. But all what they knew was that the promise of the Father had everything to do with the Holy Spirit. But they didn't know how the form it was going to take. The shape, the size, the magnitude, and the extent to which he was going to empower them to take over the nation. And Jesus told them that wait. For the Spirit, because uh, you have heard me speak about it. Why did Jesus say that? Because Jesus knew and understood that it is only the Holy Ghost that can give you identity to begin anything in life. In fact, before you can do anything meaningful for God, and before you can become powerful in the kingdom, before your words will matter in your family, you need an identity in the family, and what that which will give the believer the identity. Is the spirit of the most high god and so jesus told them to wait in the city until you are endued with power from on high and so they were obedient to his word they went into hiding and they were waiting in the morning they were waiting in the afternoon they were waiting the night in the evening they were waiting in the night they waited at dawn at any beginning of the ticking of the clock the disciples would wait for the father oh my god i pray that the lord will bring us to a place where we'll wait for him in the morning we shall wait for him in the afternoon we will wait for him in the after, in the evening and we shall wait for him in the night today so many believers don't have time to wait for the promise of the father we don't have time to wait for the promise that he has given us because identity precede anything you can do and anything you can receive in the kingdom of God. Your identity matters. When the devil doesn't know your identity. When you yourself doubt your identity. There is nothing meaningful you can do. Or receive in the kingdom of God. So when you don't know your identity. You come to church. And when somebody looks at you with some eyes. You say that, I will stop this church. Because he has looked at me with certain eye. And Because you don't know your identity. When you don't know your identity. When somebody steps on your left foot. You said that he has stepped on my foot so i don't have time for these people uh, you don't know your identity because your identity is not that it's not born according to the will of man nor by a human being's decision but your identity is that you have been born of god oh hallelujah if you know your identity you will not allow what anybody does to you you will not allow what the world does to you to intimidate you anytime you come before god there is nothing you can do in the kingdom of god there is nothing you can receive in the kingdom of god unless and until you are you become a son and a child of god hallelujah oh hallelujah in the same way we cannot get god to move on our behalf we can't get god to do anything in our churches until we understand who we are in god until we understand our identity in god and so paul and the writers of the scriptures they were so passionate about the believer Bringing us to a place where we can have an understanding of who we are, an understanding of what we are capable of doing. And so John began his writing and said, John said, uh, he, I, he came for His own people. In John chapter 1, He said, He came for His own people. Uh, and, and His own people did not receive Him, they did not accept Him. And so He went outside, He went to the street, He went to the ghettos, He went and stood in the street and said, Come to me, all ye who are labor, who, are, who have carried your weight, and you are tired and i will give you rest and so whoever came to say that to do to those who receive him even those who believe in his name he gave them the rights to become the children of god and he went on to say that those not born by a, a woman's decision those not born by blood those not born by the flesh those not born by the will of a husband but those who have been born By the will and by the plan and by the purpose of God. So I understand that my very existence is because of God. I understand that if I walk from the house and I came to church, it's because of God. I understand that when I am 60 years old, it is because of the will of God. Not the will of mankind, but because when I receive him, he gives me the right to become the child of God. Hallelujah. Oh, all what I need to do is to believe him. Look at friend and say, just believe in his name. Just believe in him. Look at him and say, touch somebody and say, believe in his name. name. Come on, don't be tired. Say, believe him. Believe him. That is all you need to do. That is all you need to do. Adoption, not to do, is a legal term. And so, our lawyers and our judges will be able to explain adoption well. But those of you who are familiar with adoption simply means that you are living somebody a natural family a natural descent and you are being received into another place where you have the responsibilities and you have the privileges of that new person and so when god adopts me and makes me a son it means that god has received me into where he is and every privilege is there and every responsibility is there i got to respect them i have all the privileges and I have all the obligations, so I just don't get adoption and have only re- privileges. But I've got privileges and I've got responsibilities because we be behind every we together, we with every great re- privileges come responsibilities. I cannot just claim to be a child of God and live my life anyhow. I cannot just claim to be born by the blood, born by the will of god and walk my life anyhow and sleep in people's homes and do all kinds of things i can't say that because when i do that then i am only enjoying the privileges i don't want to regard and respect the responsibility look out of it and say the privileges you have comes with responsibilities those in the media room look out of it and say the responsibilities come with privileges those in the media room say 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 hallelujah Oh, hallelujah. Now, what it also means is that adoption is more than salvation. Because adoption goes beyond salvation. When you are saved, you are adopted. And there are subsequent benefits that a believer gets. So many of them. We can't have time to talk about all. So God, who is the father? God, who is the father, graciously adopts believers who have received Jesus as their Lord and Savior into his spiritual family and he grants them all the privileges and responsibilities in that family. When when, when God, working through his son Jesus, now adopt believers, bring believers who have believed in Jesus Christ, he takes us and brings us into the spiritual family. So I belong to a spiritual family family because when you are adopted then you are leaving one family and entering into another family so and this new family becomes a family which is more important than your family you've left behind because if there was anything good I could have in that old family I wouldn't have left because that old family had nothing good for me that old family is a family of destruction that old family couldn't make my life any better But this new family, it is a spiritual family that God has brought me into. The church is the family of God. The church is a spiritual family. This family is more important than your individual family. And so when we come to church and somebody needs help, offer a helping hand to one who needs help. When we come to church and so you couldn't see your friend, try to call him and find out why I didn't see you at church. Just this morning I... I was talking to one of our sisters and I was telling her that I didn't see you throughout the week during the, first, the, the three days fasting and prayers in the morning, I, said, I didn't see you and she said, pastor, what are you talking about? are you telling me that you saw everyone who came? I said, yes, I know those who came and those who didn't come and so if you are here and you came Wednesday, Thursday, I know if you didn't come, I know look at the friend and say, pastor knows all he knows all touch him and say, he knows it Touch him, touch him, say, if you came, he you know. If you didn't come, pastor is away. <laughs> Hallelujah. And she was so amazed that I could figure it out. And I realized that she didn't come. It's a family that when we come, we look, we fish out for each other. And so if you don't come, we need to ask you why and what happened. What, what, what prevented you from coming? Because this family is our new family. Hallelujah. I just want to talk a little bit on the John 1 because of time. The John 1. Now, the John 1 is saying, John one twelve and 13. Can you give me the Yet to those who did receive him, to those who did receive him, verse 12, yet to those who did receive him, to those who believe in his name, he gave the right to become Children of God. Verse 13 says, Children born not of one natural descent, two, of human decision, three, or a husband's will, but born of God. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Now, it means that we are not yet to enter into sonship. It means that the very day I accepted Jesus as my Lord, I become a son of God. I didn't hear amen. amen. So some of you have been sons of God for so many years. The very day I accepted Jesus as my Lord, He receives me into a, a spiritual kingdom and makes me a son. The Bible says that creation waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. Now, creation does not wait for sons to exist because sons already exist. So creation waits for the manifestation of the sons of God. Every creation. So everything you see around you is waiting for you to manifest. And I pray that after this lost supper, Somebody will begin to manifest. Yes. Oh, hallelujah. Yes. Creation is waiting for us to manifest. The Bible says in Matthew chapter 16, the last few verses say that, go and preach the gospel to all Christians. It was only Matthew who said, all creation, but, but Matthew said, all nations. Preach to all nations. But Mark says that, preach to all Christians. We need to preach to some creation. Not only human beings, but some creation ought to hear the word of God. Some things in your family have to hear the word of God. Some things in your life have to hear the word of God. Preach to all creation because that creation is waiting for the manifestation of the sons of God. I declare that as we come and die with the Lord, may you begin to manifest. And after the manifestation, may you preach to every creation in your family, every creation in your workplaces, every creation in your life. When you begin to preach, tell them that repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Identity is everything. So, John is saying that, We have been born. John is saying that I have become a child of God because of his blood. Because anytime we are talking about born, born of God, born of man, there is blood. So John chapter 1 verse 12 is saying that we have been born of God, by the blood of of God himself. We have been born by the blood of Jesus Christ. And so in 1 Corinthians chapter 11 verse 25, he said that through Jesus Christ's blood, through his blood, he said that this cup is the new covenant in my blood. So, we have been born by his blood. In, this, in the same way, after supper, he took the cup, saying, this cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this, whenever you drink it, in remembrance of me. So, what he's saying is that, God is giving us a ritual. He's saying that anytime you come together, when the the spiritual family gather together, do this in remembrance of me. As often as you do, you remember who you are. When you do it, you remember what gave birth to you. You remember what flows from the beginning, from the crown of your head to the sole of your feet. He said that drink it. This cup is the new covenant in my blood so he said that do this whenever you drink it in remembrance of me oh hallelujah oh hallelujah so it means that anytime we come together and we begin to drink the blood the blood does not just change me but the blood transforms my life and transformation is a radical change transformation is a total change Transformation is a total healing. Transformation is total deliverance. Transformation goes beyond change. I declare that as we begin to drink the blood, as we begin to remember who we are and where we come from, may the blood bring you instant healing. May the blood bring you instant transformation. Lift your right hand and shout, I believe it. The blood. He said that whenever you do it, when you drink it in remembrance of me, now, he wants us to remember the blood is shed for us. So in a meeting like this, we remember the blood that he shed for us. And when you drink the blood, as you remember the blood, as you remember the works of the cross, if anyone is worrying you, just apply the blood on that person. You didn't hear what I said. If some devil in your family, if some devil in your life, if some devil is blocking some opportunities for you, just apply the blood. Touch your neighbor and said, Apply the blood. Oh, you didn't do something. Look at someone and say, The blood, the blood, the blood, apply, apply. It's all about the blood. Oh, hallelujah. He wants us to internalize his blood. When we drink the blood, he wants us to internalize. The blood has not just been applied on me, but the blood is in the inside of me it is within in my veins the blood is in my cells the blood is in my intestine the blood flows through my blood so if there is any foreign material if there is hiv in my blood when the blood of jesus by faith enters my bloodstream let the hiv disappear if there is cancer in my cells when the blood enters my cell let the cancer be healed if there is any kind of diseases in my body, once the blood enters my body, oh my God, I feel the Holy Ghost. If there is any kind of diseases here, as you come and die with the blood, may the blood of Jesus that has entered your blood, may it neutralizes every foreign material. In the name of Jesus, may cancer disappear, may HIV disappear, may diseases disappear, may every sickness in your bloodline disappear every sickness is in your blood life may they disappear lift your hand and shout a big amen may every disease disappear the blood the blood my god the blood the blood and then number two what john wanted us to remember is that i am a child of god because of his flesh not because of my flesh What John wants us to remember in John 1, 12 to 13 is that I am a child of God because of his flesh, not because of my own flesh. Because flesh gives birth to flesh. Spirit gives birth to spirit. So he has given birth to me by his flesh. And he has given birth to me by his spirit. Oh, hallelujah. Matthew chapter 3, verse 17. Matthew chapter 3 verse 17 I talked about the baptism of Jesus Christ in the river Jordan. When Jesus was baptized the Bible said that the heavens were open and a voice from heaven came saying this is my son whom I love with whom I am well pleased. A voice from heaven said this is my son whom i love with whom i am well pleased look at your friend and say that god is well pleased with you say it again look at your friend and say say, and tell him again rise to the next person sitting on the other side and tell him that god is well pleased with you rise to your feet and go and tell somebody that God is well pleased with you. Rise and go and tell somebody. Hold a hand and say, God is well pleased with you. Say it again. God is well pleased with you. Come on, say it for the last time. Yeah, 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 yeah. He is pleased with me. He is pleased with me. It doesn't matter where I come from. It doesn't matter my condition right now it doesn't matter the troubles I am in now but what I know because I have been born by his flesh he is well pleased with my life come on look at someone and say He is pleased with you and this is why the devil don't want us to understand because the devil knows that once you come to the realization that God is well pleased with you he will be in trouble He does not want you to understand and accept that God is well pleased with you. Lift your hand and scream that God is well pleased with me. me. Come on, say it again. Rise your feet and shout it now. You see, when we believe in Jesus, when we accept Jesus as our Lord and Savior, because of your faith, that has led you to Christ. You are identified in Christ. And that gives you a new identity. And that new identity means that God is pleased with you. Because if he is pleased with the one that I have believed in, And he justified me by the justification of the one that I have believed in. And the righteousness of the one I believed in has been imputed to me. And then the Bible said that God told Jesus that this is my son in whom I am well pleased. Then it means that whoever that Jesus has given birth to, they are well pleased with Jesus. He has given birth to me. My father didn't give birth to me. Uh, What I'm talking about is not about my mother. It is not about my father. But it is about Jesus Christ. And all what I need to do is to have faith in his name. And this morning you have not expressed that faith in his name. I want to give you the opportunity to believe in his name. Because once I believe in his name, whatever I do, God said, this is my son in whom I am well. Now, what God is saying, you can check the scripture in Romans chapter 10 and Romans chapter 6, verse 11. Romans chapter 8, verse 1. Romans 6, 11. We will not read, but you, you can write it down. Romans 6, 11 and Romans 8, verse 1. Now, what, what Matthew is saying is that in Christ, what I believe in Christ, I have I already lived in obedience, I live a perfect life. Anyone who has come to believe in Christ This is the new spectacles In that family we have entered there God always sees you as somebody Who has never sinned before He always sees you that you have lived Before you were born You walked in righteousness He believed that in Christ I have lived a perfect life of obedience Number one Number two He believes that It means that in Christ I have never ever disobeyed the word of God It means that I am not a disappointment in Christ. It means that I am not a failure in Christ. It means that I am not at the back in Christ. It means that I will not amount to anything in Christ. It means that whatever I do, God is well pleased. Can I hear somebody shout a big amen? Now, if I have this understanding, it means that if the marriage is no longer coming, I know that God is well pleased. If I have prayed and the breakthrough is not still coming I understand that God is well pleased. If my life is not going on well I understand by faith that God is well pleased with my situation. If things are falling apart, I understand that God is well pleased with my situation. If the money is not coming, it means that God is well pleased. You don't believe me, so I don't want to say amen. Amen. This is my beloved son, with whom I am well pleased. Then other version said, he went on to say, so listen to him. Look at the friend and say, "Listen to me." Come on, say it again. Listen to me. God is pleased with me, so listen to me. So, because God is pleased with you, after the Lord's supper, you are going to make some declarations because they must listen to you. Then, the last one I want to talk about is that John in John one he's saying that I am a child of God because of His will not because of my will so i've talked about three things number one i am a child of god because of his blood not because of my father's blood i am a child of god because of his flesh and that also flows in the scripture we read in corinthians first corinthians eleven twenty-five. if you read down it's in the same way he took the cup he, he took the bread Broke it and said, this is my bread. This is my body, which is broken for you. Do this in remembrance of me. So the last one is saying that, I am a child of God because of the will of God, but not because of my will. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Matthew chapter 8. This is a scripture we use to pray throughout the week i want to finish it with it matthew 8 1 to 3 matthew chapter 8 verse 1 to 3 now matthew chapter 8 verse 1 to 3 brings to us brings us to one of the faith languages on monday i spoke about the language of faith at the area prayer meeting here i spoke about faith and i said that every kingdom has a language in the kingdom of god the language god hears is faith not only tongues, but faith. So, and faith is a language. And one of the things, well, one of the lyrics of that language is in Matthew 8. 1 to 3. Let's all rise to our feet because we are closing. If you are, please, please. and let's read it together. I'll continue the sonship Another time, if God allows. Let's all read it together. 1 two. Lord Let's read it again Let's read the last verse again Jesus reached out his hand And touch Touch your neighbor and say God is willing willing To cleanse you Touch him again and say God is willing willing To heal you Touch him again and say God is willing To to bless you." you Shout a big amen. amen. You can remain standing. We'll, we'll just come to the table now. You see, this leper prayed a simple prayer in two categories. The first category was that he nailed down worship. And two, he said, Lord, if you are willing, which is conditional, if you are willing, if it's conditional, then he goes on and said, You can make me clean. look at the prayer well, Lord, if you are willing, so he was doubting the willingness of God, but when it came to the ability of Jesus, he didn't doubt it. So he said, If you are willing, say, then he went to to me. If you are willing, if you are willing, if you want to allow yourself and will to heal me, you can. So, as for the ability of Jesus, it was 100% according to this leper. But the willingness of Jesus, he was in doubt. So, he asked him, If you are willing. You can. Then the verse 3. The answer Jesus gave. Establishes that. Whatever you go to him and ask. It is his will. You didn't understand. So you couldn't say better amen. Now when you understand this scripture. That I am a child of God. Because of his will. Not because of my own will. You thought you were born into the church. That is why you are here. You thought you just came to this church. You thought that you it won or by. No. That is why you can't stop church. That is why when somebody insults you here, you can't stop. Because it is not your will. But your coming here has been and is his will. You can't stop. So stop saying that me I will stop this church. Because when I had friends, nobody attended. I will stop this church. Because when I was sick, nobody attended. Jesus couldn't visit every sick person he couldn't but he didn't stop because it is his will so stop when you are praying stop asking asking God if it is your will let me marry if it is your will bless me if it is your will heal me If it is your will, make me well. If it is your will, let the bad dream stop. If it is your will, don't pray that prayer. Because that prayer is an Old Testament prayer. The New Testament believer... Come with boldness before God, because it has always been the will of God. It is His will for you to be blessed. It is His will for you to be healed. It is His will for you to get married. It is His will for you to conceive and give birth to children. It has always been the will of God. Come on, don't look at me. Touch somebody and say, it is His will. That has always been His will. So stop praying that prayer. God, if it is your will, let me pass this examination. God, if it is your will, make me handsome, make me beautiful. If it is your will, bring me a nice wife, a nice husband. Stop praying that prayer. It is an Old Testament prayer. The voice of Jesus is that I am willing. I am willing. No matter your condition as you begin to sing and pray may the will of god be perfected in your life i know the plans i have for you i know the blessings i have for you i know the breakthroughs i have for you i know the miracles i have for you not according to your will but it is according to my will i am here because of his will i am here because of his will you see in hebrews chapter one Verse one, to The Bible says, "God, who in time past spoke to our fathers through the prophets, in the olden days, in the Old Testament, God only spoke through the prophets. In the time past, God spoke to our ancestors through the prophet at many times and in various ways." In verse two, but in these last days, let's continue to read. Let's read together. let's continue who he appointed heir of all things heir of what all things and you, the bible said that we are joint us with who Christ let's continue to read and
2: through whom also he made the universe
1: the last verse 3
2: the son is the radiance
1: of all things and, and the exact, exact representation of his being sustaining his real all real. things powerful word. after he had provided purification for us he sat down at the right hand of the majesty on
2: high
1: oh my god I feel the Holy Ghost you see so now God does not just speak to us through the prophets he did that only in the Old Testament in this New Testament he speaks to us through the son and you are his son I said he speaks to us through the son and you, and you see sonship here is not gender based it's spiritually based so the females are sons but it is only when we get to heaven that there will be no man so all the men, we shall become women in heaven yeah 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 it's scripture check the scriptures a woman will control to be woman because when we get to heaven we have only one man jesus christ the son of the living god he will marry the church we will not because because spirit beings are sexless spirit beings are sexless so in heaven we are not going to have sexes we have only jesus who is the man the man jesus And then you and I will become woman. But so long as we are on earth. You are a woman. I am a man. But when we talk about sonship, It's not gender related. But it is spiritually related. So God does not speak to the prophet. So don't go and say that. Let the prophet speak to me. Don't say that. Not in this church. Because now. He has placed the prophet aside. He did that in the time past. But now. He speaks to us through the Son. So, why? Because the Son is an apostle, the Son is a prophet. The son is an evangelist. The son is a pastor. The son is a teacher. In Ephesians 4, 11, he has made some apostles, prophets, pastors, evangelists, and teachers. So the son has got categories. So I may be a teacher, but the father will speak through me. I may be a pastor, he will speak through me. I may be a member right here, but I am a son. When I open my voice, I speak on behalf of the father. Oh, hallelujah Amen. am i preaching to someone yes. oh my god am i talking to someone yes. the voice of the father to the nations is channeled through the sons the voice of the father to the nations is through the sons that is why all nations are waiting for our manifestation after this lost table may you manifest Amen. i said after this Lord's table may the will of god be perfected in your life Amen. May every sickness disappear. May every bad luck disappear. May every misfortune live your life. Amen. Those of you, are you here with us? I'm not seeing any activity there. Lift your hand and say, I'm here. We are here. We are here. The sun. Everything is about the sun. The Bible said that he sustained the universe by the word of his power. I love the sun. Look at the sun and say, you are a son of God tell him again that i believe so i am a son and the lord speaks through me oh hallelujah and i am able to pray because i am a son when you are not a son you can't pray so only sons pray so if you you have a believer friend who doesn't like prayer begin to doubt his sonship Because the only way a son can talk to a father is through communication and interaction. So if you have a friend who claims to be a son, you your friend Pai and then he runs away. When we call for prayer, he tries to get himself busy. He's always busy. He's always busy. But when it is time to go for a party, he's available. Watch that friend. Look at the village and say, watch that friend. Watch that friend. Only sons, pray and only sons can leave unbelievers to accept Jesus. Because you are a son, you can also adopt other people into the family. So we we'll go out and preach the word and say, so if you believe in Jesus, lift your two hands and then begin to say this after me. Then you, you and me, we say that. How dare you? What authority do you have to say that prayer? And that somebody will say after you. That means that something has happened and you believe that my position has changed and you believe that when you say what I am saying your life will change and then you say it by faith and the person also says it and then after person kneel down. let me pray for you then you lay your hands on the person and pray and then after that you have the guts to tell the person that every sin you committed he has forgiven you what authority do you have? It flows from the opposition and your place as a son. Now, touch your neighbor and say, I am, a son. I am a son. Oh, I didn't see. Come on, come on, come on. Touch somebody. Say, You are a son of God. You are a son of God.
3: Can you read
2: it? I am.
1: No more fears, no more intimidation. On the street, please.
2: I'm no longer
3: a slave to feed. Oh, I, I am, am a child. Say it by faith. I am a child of God. I am, child I of God. Longer, I I am no longer God a slave to feed. I am a child of
2: God. I am a child
3: I am, a child I am a child of God. Of God. I am a child. Sing it again. Sing
1: Of God. First John three one said that what manner of love? First John three one. Let's read it together. First John three one, first John three one. one two. Let's read together. One two you see you didn't read it like the person who wrote it because the english teacher would tell, because there's an exclamation mark you lift the voice up true or false i was very bad in english in school at the university i was always having d plus university of cape coast communication skills. i always have d plus and d plus is the borderline <laughs> and that one throws my gpa overboard i would have had first class but for communication skills which I did for first semester and second semester, I had two D classes, and so I had my GPA was about three point something. I nearly had first class because of that. I've never forgotten. Sometimes when I'm praying and I remember, I open my eyes. yeah 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 So let's read it well. Let's read it well. One two. That, that we should become, become children, children of God. God. Let's continue.
2: And that is what we are.
1: Oh, that is what we are. Let's continue. The of the
2: world that not know us is that it not So you, the
1: world, the world doesn't know you. The world doesn't know you. So watch the way you live your life in the world because they don't know you. They don't know you. They don't know you. The Bible said that, and that is what we are. If you doubted it, he went on again. And said that, and that is what we are. The reason the world does not know us is because the world doesn't know him. They don't know him. So stop spending all your times in the world. Because the world will never understand you. And the world will never give you that which you deserve. Because the world knows certain people. But you, the world doesn't know you. And the world will only be fair to those the world appreciates and knows. But our world is a spiritual world. And our world is right here. Our world is when I go into my prayer chamber in my hall, in my house, and I kneel down, I take my Bible, and I cry upon the Lord. That becomes my world. I am known there but in the secular world i am not known but when i go out i change the secular world because the secular world will never understand me the reason why you are here you have never been married. you are almost 40 years you don't have a child the world will call you why don't you go and have a child you say i won't do it the world doesn't understand you what is wrong with you you are 35 years you are 32 years you don't have a child you don't have a boyfriend what the hell is happening go do something you say i will not because i am a child of god and the world does not know me the world doesn't know me touch your neighbor and say i am a child of god, a child of god. oh i didn't hear you according to i am a child of god i am a child of god i want you to lift your right hand up with all humility we are activating our sonship you see i don't have time but you'll find that sons of god sons don't fight in battles but when sons are engaged in battles, they speak it's a servant and slaves who fight in battles but sons don't so when david went to the battlefield he didn't fight he spoke said, this day will the Lord place you in my house and I will cut your head off and I will give your carcass to the breast of the air. So if you are a son, you don't fight in battles but when there is battle you speak and victory shall manifest. When you are a child of God and then there is something bothering your life, you speak and there shall be a transformation. Come on, can I get somebody shout a big Amen. Yeah. So In the next five minutes, we don't have time, I want you to lift your right hand up and begin to speak as a son. Begin to declare certain things in the atmosphere. Can 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 I get somebody, lift your voice now, begin to say something to God. I am a child of God. It is according to his will. I don't fight battles, but I speak in battles. Lift your voice and begin to speak now. Lift your voice and begin to speak now. lift your voice and begin to speak now lift your voice and begin to speak now warfare is done it flows from sonship the warfare of the believer flows from our identity as sons i don't need to fight because i don't fight with spirit I don't fight with sword, but I fight with the word of God, which is the sword of the spirit. I speak the word of God and victory shall manifest. As we speak the word of God, let healing manifest, let deliverance manifest, let breakthrough manifest, let forgiveness manifest. I speak the word. I speak his word. I believe the word. I am a child of God. I am a son of God.
3: All over the building. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Yes, Lord. You are a child. In the name of Jesus. You are yes, Lord. Pray, 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 pray. Yes, Lord. Pray, pray, yes, Lord. pray yes, Lord. for five minutes. Yes, Lord. Pray for five minutes. In the name of Jesus. Ah, let there be healing now, let there be deliverance, now. let there be breakthrough now, lift your voice. the son is speaking now, no more bondage, let every bondage be broken now, let every bondage be broken now, in the name of Jesus, Abaya Dabalayada, Labaya Dabalayada, pray, 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 pray he can't I am a I am a I am a I do the blood, the, 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 the body, the will. his blood, his blood, his will, his blood, his flesh. his will. the other, the the other, the 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 other, the the La baluya la balaba, la baluya la balaba, the baluya la la baluya la balaba, baluya la the la baluya la balaba, la the la balaba, la baluya la balaba, la baluya la the la baluya la balaba, la baluya la balaba, la la Eh kariyan la puya dala baya dala le kariyan dele bo sabiyan la faza za za la. la kariyan dele la la palia la palia la palia la bala La bayadavala, le la 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 le la 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 when Jesus was
1: teaching the disciples the Lost Prayer, the way he structured the Lost Prayer, he began the Lost Prayer with our identity. He said that when you pray say our father so if you begin a prayer with our father it means that you accept that you are a son our father who acts in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come so you be jesus began teaching the believers to pray with understanding of our identity I want us to lift our right hands up with all humility as we ask our presiding elder to pray,
4: dedicate this table, sanctify this table
1: as we come and die with
4: the Lord. Father, we thank you. We bless your name and we honor you. We thank you for another opportunity to come before your table this sacrament has been ordained by you on the day that you give your body and declare that this is my body which is broken for you do this in remembrance of me you also declared when you lifted the cup you said this is my blood that is poured for you do this in remembrance of me this morning at this table We have come to partake in your body and in your blood. And so we pray over these elements, that let the wafer be your body indeed, and let the wine be your blood indeed, and let the wafer contain the power in the body of Jesus, and let the wine contain the power in the blood of Jesus let the power in your body let the power in your blood be activated in this morning and let it all its efficacy be at work oh God as your people touch these this morning let there be healing this morning open our eyes this morning set the captives free this morning as we touch your body and your blood Father, let us encounter your power in the name of Jesus. We declare this sanctified in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We invite you to worship with us every Sunday at 8 a.m., join our Wednesday service Redemption Hour at 9 a.m., midweek service Kratos on Thursdays at 6 p.m., and Saturday morning prayers Mount Zion at 6 a.m. For further inquiries, please call 0277-719052. We are also live on Facebook, Twitter, and all other social media platforms. You can visit us on www.piwcatomic.org. We will be glad if you worship with us. Have a glorious week. God bless you. Jesus, we declare this
0: sanctified. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Apostle Tony Mance's podcast. We hope that the teachings and insights shared have been a blessing to you and have inspired you to draw closer to God as well as live out your purpose in life. Remember that the end times are upon us and it is more important now more than ever to be grounded in the word, connected to the spirit and actively engaged in the work of the kingdom. As Apostle Tony Mance has taught us, prayer is our greatest weapon and the Holy Spirit is our guide. We encourage you to take this teachings to heart and apply them in your daily life seeking god's wisdom and direction in all that you do if you have any questions or prayer requests, please don't hesitate to reach out to us thank you once again for listening to Apostle and podcast we look forward to sharing more powerful teachings with you in the future subscribe so you don't miss out on future messages may god bless you and keep you and may his spirit continue to lead you into all truths hallelujah amen and
2: amen